Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you were six, you did shows. You went door to door to get all the neighbors to come watch. I would make my own hot dogs and with barbecue sauce. Yes. And, and I'd pass so them around to every neighbor and say, please try my hot dogs. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that is so weird. Oh, they loved you. All right, you guys, it's Katie Austin here. Yay! And her mom, Denise Austin. <laughs> Welcome to today's episode of Austin AF. I am not only interviewing my mom today, but I would more so call you a co-host for oh, today's I show. I love that. I yes. get to ask you some questions. Please ask me questions. Ooh, okay, I love to talk on my own show. <laughs> so even for the solo, I mean, for like, you know, the intro, I want to bring you on. I want okay. to do the show together. And we have some food sitting in front of us because yes. my mom actually brought pumpkin bread and bean dip. Yes, I brought these two specialties that I make, but I've been making them for years for Katie and Kelly's lacrosse teams. Ever since they were seven years old, we would be on the road, and this was what I brought the team. Bean dip. Can you believe it? Bean dip, bean you guys. Dip. Everybody loved my bean dip. It's my specialty. And all it is is refried beans, black beans, sour cream, taco and, seasoning. Yes, and then a little cheese on top. And green and, onions. Green onions, yes. And it's delicious. But everyone loved it. I would bring it to every single match and game you would yeah. have every weekend, fall ball. She was literally games. known in my friend group for be- bringing bean dip. And <laughs> not only for like lacrosse games and tennis matches, but you packed me bean dip. For lunch at school, <laughs> growing up three times a week. I know because it's good for you. Beans are good for you. It's fiber, you guys. <laughs> and then I'd be farting in school all day long. <laughs> no, you weren't. Okay. Also, I made you pumpkin bread. This is wonderful because I used to bring this to all the games for everybody she after did. the your games. And um, I'm talking about twelve. Maybe 15 years, years ago, between yeah. you two girls. We're talking every single game, everyone oh, wanted yeah. to know, did you bring the pumpkin bread? It Even was literally in college. In college, yeah. It was either it pumpkin bread or bean dip. Yeah. And I remember I would either have, you know, the leftovers from uh, matches or lacrosse games of the bean dip and the pumpkin bread for school the next day for lunch. And another thing you packed for me every single day was an avocado. Yes. An <laughs> avocado. Can a straight avocado. It? Just imagine in a school lunch bag. Just a little bean dip, some chips, and an avocado. Yes, and a little bit of salt. Little salt, little yeah, salt, salt packet. <laughs> Every day, and people are like, what the 
hell is your lunch, Katie? You just have a <laughs> random avocado sitting there. And I grew up in Virginia where avocados were not yes, very popular. I just think avocados, I'm from California, are so good for you. They're the healthy fats. They make you feel good. They give you energy. I just love an avocado. I think it's a great oh, so way good. to give yourself a little booster in the day. I agree. And of course, I love to add it to chips with guacamole yeah. and in, uh, our great sandwiches that we make. We love avocado toast. We in actually the introduced our East Coast friends, or all my East Coast friends, to an avocado. They had no yes. idea what it was. No one in Virginia until I would start to it's pack true. them in your lunches. It's true. I would make sure everyone knew about avocados because that's where I'm from, and California. Yes. And you know what else we did uh, on our way back to from lacrosse tournaments is we got Krispy Kreme. Oh, I every freaking time with that And all the girls wanted to drive in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was the mom. My, my mom would see the light on and she'd be like, that's it. We got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like they my worked out. They my mom's like this health nut. She makes like twice baked potatoes for dinner like every night. She's like, what? It's healthy. A baked potato has as much potassium. And we're like, oh my God. As, and a, like, as a banana. It's, it's true. Healthy. But your whole thing was like home cooked meals are healthy. Yes. And I think, Katie, you love to cook. Yeah. So do you think that was the beginning of the cooking that you love Absolutely. to do Absolutely. Duh. I saw you cook all the time. Yeah. And we have different cooking styles, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're much healthier. So no, I've learned you, from you. You love to. Everything's a rush. Rush, rush, rush. Oh, my God. We got to do the chicken. We got to do this. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I like to take two hours, and I'm like, oh. I'm going to chop these nice and fine and just sit here and do it slow. I You're know. in a rush. <laughs> my whole life was a rush. <laughs> like, literally. You would wake me up at, we would have to leave for school at 7.05, and you'd wake me up at, like, 7.02. Yeah. <laughs> like, Here's toast. Here's some eggs. <laughs> and you'd say, in the car. rise and shine and give God your glory, glory. Rise and shine. shine and every morning since I was two to 25 probably <laughs> when still when I sleep over at your house it's yes. like holy shit <laughs> well all the girls used to spend the night uh, we used to have the house that they would all come over which yes. I loved because I got to know all of your girls and all your best friends and so uh, they really were fun because they made me cook more because you know I had uh, Friday nights pasta night yeah. and then the next morning tons of eggs and pancakes and I really enjoyed it so I miss those days and I when I was making the pumpkin bread and the bean dip this morning it almost made me cry because these Aww. were the two things that I made you guys for so many years both daughters played since they were seven years old uh, every week a game in lacrosse and they yeah. both got full athletic not full athletic scholarships, but athletic. <laughs> you know, you know, nowadays, <laughs> you get a partial. What for women is fantastic. Right. And go in, you know, my oldest got to go to University of Virginia, and you got to go to yeah. USC and Southern California, a dream school when you're little. So that was really cool, all because they worked really hard in lacrosse. And I agree. You worked hard as a, as a young girl to really see that teamwork is important, and I think that's why you are successful now, Katie. I completely agree. I think, you know, coming from very successful parents, both you and dad are very, very, very successful in your fields. And it can either go two ways. You know, you could have daughters who don't work hard or not ambitious because truthfully, this is just very transparent. I don't have to work as hard as I do. You love to work. I love to I work. I love that. I do. You, you're but passionate. I'm saying because you guys are so successful, there it can go two ways. I can you can either have children who don't like to work as much because they know their parents yes, come from money. I would never let you be spoiled. Oh my gosh, oh my you're entitled. You guys, I would I, <laughs> ooh, never. <laughs> I didn't it's actually I want I have so much to say. I didn't even realize that, you know, I came from money until I was like 
20 years old. I swear to you. Well, we didn't really have a lot of money when you were little. We yeah. we built it ourselves. And, True. you know, Dad and I earned every penny. We both you're came not boastful. from... No, of course not. Like, you never had anything designer. I don't know. It was just like, I never even knew I came from money. I knew, you know, my, you know, I could go to any college. I think that's like a little dinger in my brain, how my friends, you know, were a little bit more like, okay, I have to decide. And I was like, oh, wait. I can go to any college. Like that's that was like my first thought that I even had an ounce I'm of money. See, isn't that you know? we did something right? <laughs> no, it's true. Like if even if you you do have money in your parent, it's like always keeping you kept me and Kelly so humble. Yes, and I think it helped to live in Alexandria, Virginia, yeah. too, where everybody was equal. We were yeah. all equal. Whoever we were, we were equal, and I love that. Right. And um, it was a great upbringing for both you and Kelly. Do you think I would have turned out different if you yes. brought me up in LA? Oh my. God, thank God you didn't live in L.A. <laughs> I needed to grow up in Virginia, you guys. I was glad to bring you up in place where everybody was equal. And then here in L.A., I just think you're ready for it. And yeah. you are prepared and you have a good foundation now. And I think it's perfect then. Um Years ago, when you were young, you wanted to be a Disney star. Oh, yes. Do you remember I sure that? Did. Oh, of course I remember. I did a Disney audition when I was like 12, <laughs> got denied, and my mom was like, thank God. I didn't want her to do any work until she graduated from college. Yes. Yes, and she graduated cum laude. I so did. proud of her. <laughs> they both daughters did in college and high school. So I was very proud, and I think it does stem from sports. So if you're a mom out there, get your kids involved in any youth sports because it could be dance, it could be, you know, uh, whatever, tennis, it could be yeah. soccer, whatever they enjoy, get them involved. And that's what's keeping you guys very stable, I think, and very uh, good totally. foundation. Totally. And, you know, there's that stat there around half of girls or females drop out of sports by puberty, which is like 14, 15 years old for most on average girls, Right. which, you know, I think those are the prime years that sports actually really does help because you're still figuring yourself out so much yes. and you're going through so much stuff in your life with like bullying, with guys, figuring out like who you are and what you want to do. And, you know, there's so many things going on. And so having a focus outside of your social life and boys and, um, you know, anything else that is going on in your life, even family life, having a focus of tough mentality is so key when yes. you're that age. And when you guys would come home from school, you were at sports. And so I had to rush to get dinner on the table. Yeah. That's why I was always rushing. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I got 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> it's so true. And it also made us focus on like, you know, um, I think Kelly and I, my sister, were pretty good kids. Like we never really did any like bad things. You know what I mean? I wish I wish I could sit here and I was like, I was a rebel. I was a goody two shoes little girl. You were, a and great that's because kid. that it was like so. You know, sports. And if you did bad in sports, or if you did bad in school, it was never about your looks, like whatsoever. It had right. nothing to do with like being a pretty girl in school. It was like, oh no, you want to be the smartest girl in school. You want to be, you know, the most athletic girl. And I think you and Dad did such a great job with that. Oh, thank you, honey. Yeah, and now social media is so changing so many young girls. Totally. Which that's why I think sports is so important to keep yeah. your girls involved, even if it isn't sports, if it's any activity, right. really, because that social media nowadays, as you know, it can really get you and anything negative hurts you. And I do yeah. think with a young, you know, 13, 14 year old girl, that really can change your life. And I just want them to realize that if they stay active, either in school or maybe it could be played 
kids at school, anything that's going to direct them away from that yeah. social media will help, especially those growing years. Oh, yeah, that's such a good point too. And it's so funny because my sister's three and a half years older than me, right? And so I think she was the last generation to not grow up with social media. Yeah. I you did. loved I YouTube. did. I did YouTube in middle school. I had Facebook. I was like, you know, I was that last, the last kind of, you know, leg yes. of just falling into social media. Do you think there was a really big difference between Kelly and I, my sister, that like showed social media versus not social media? Yes, absolutely. She wasn't involved or interested. Like you were in YouTube, you would do, you know, songs and dances. <laughs> yep. You yep. were beginning your foundation when you were a little girl for what you're doing today, Katie. Absolutely. Yes. When you were six, you did shows. We invited, you went door to door to get all all the neighbors to come watch you guys shows. let's just she pause right dance. there i just want to say um <laughs> when i was in middle school i had a dance show but i named i was a solo dance show i made up my own dances and i had my she own choreographed it. i choreographed everything i spent hours and hours on snow days and basically what i would do is i would go around to different oh i did two things actually first i would go around knocking on a door and, and invite them to my concert and my show at our house and i literally set up plastic lawn chairs in our house so people would come watch number two what i did is i would make my own hot dogs and with barbecue sauce. Yes. And, and I'd pass so them good. around to every neighbor and say, please try my hot dogs. What the <laughs> hell? That is so weird. Oh, they loved you. Oh, oh they God. came to everything. I was like, I always and say you like. you made popcorn for the show. Yes, I did. And, and I would always be like. all the neighbors still talk to me about this. Uh, 20 years later, Katie, it's so cute. I just saw them last week and they, they remember your dance shows. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I always say like, I was a really insecure girl. And I'm like, I'm looking back and I'm like, was I? That was <laughs> pretty confident to just go around by you myself were never and them. You're, you're sh shy. You yeah. were more quiet, but you sure could do a show. Then when she turned 16, she told me she wanted to do a fashion show in our backyard. Oh my God, mom. <laughs> I said, oh, now begins her modeling days. Um, okay. You know, she's so sports nice. illustrated swimsuit model now. Come on. I don't know it all stemmed when you were young. I don't know why I ever thought I was insecure. I really was, but I guess I was confident on the outside. When I was 16, for my sweet 16, I had a fashion show and I invited five girls. This is really bitchy, honestly. I didn't. Oh, I actually didn't. So I didn't realize it was bitchy. I didn't they, want it to be. It was not. I chose bitchy. like five girls who I thought would want to walk in a catwalk yes. for my birthday, and I ordered these dresses from Australia. And I had like the pre-glam show. I hired a photographer. We did a photo shoot afterwards. I had my entire class. I swear <laughs> to God, this is a true story. My entire class of when I was sixteen, one of my sophomore, junior in college, come over to sit and watch me walk down a runway. Sixteen. That's really old for doing. <laughs> That. But we had fun music. We had lounge no, chairs. No, there's with no lights. excuse for that. That is so weird. Was, and my mom was like, "Yes, honey, this is amazing. <laughs> Work it." Like, <laughs> I loved it. We had invitations made, and the this, invitation was me in a hot red dress blowing a kiss. But isn't this beautiful that you are I now? Swear to God, uh, you know you're living your passions. These were your passions: <laughs> cooking. You're now no, cooking. It's so funny. We, my Walking dad and the, mom. Oh, you, you guys always say like. Thank God you're using what you love to do as a career now. You know? know, like it's so funny that this is my career now is like what I was like when I was like 13 to 16. So you were being primed, your foundation. This was your masterclass. Oh All these little things you were doing. Oh my God. Can you see it now? I sure can. Well, it's yeah. funny you say that because I would like to talk to you about that now, about your celebration of 40 years oh in the fitness God. industry, you guys. 40, 40. years! 40, and she's still 
Jill has never had work done. I feel like I am 40. Like, literally has never had work done. I think that's so crazy. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. We're going to work on the Botox the next 10 years here. But 40 years years in the fitness industry, and you just said to me, you looked back. Yeah, we got cupcakes made 40 years on it. I know, you guys. Thank you all. You said we looked back, and now it all making sense. Do you have those moments in your 40 years of your fitness career where you look back and you're like, wow, it all makes sense. It's all came together. Oh, yes, I do, because I was a gymnast when I was little. So I, that was my foundation as a gymnast to go to college, get my degree in exercise physiology, and then start aerobics right when it was just starting. I had already had routines because, you know, I did floor exercise. So I was able to get some great little music in my little, you know, uh, audio cassette player and take it everywhere and teach people aerobics. And I just want to make people happy. And smile, and that really was my goal. And then it got bigger, and little. I got on the Jack LaLanne show, and then I got my own show, then the Today Show. So it just kept growing. I really never had like a five-year plan, but I always wanted. I believed in myself, and I always wanted to, you know, infuse this energy with people, with the passion of fitness, and you know, go into um, different avenues. Even now on Instagram, you got on me on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I think it's really important that you say you didn't have a five-year plan because I think so many of us, no matter what career you're in, think of a five-year plan. Okay, this is what I want to do next. This is like, you know, I have to do this by 25, this by 35. And it's so important not to stick to a five-year plan because the world can change. Yes. I mean, look what happened. I went from VHS to DVD to the internet now. To the internet, the World Wide Web. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube. On on the line. On the line. (laughs) My favorite show. So that's why it's so important you just go and you know that you believe in yourself. You know you're going to be successful. But, you know, if that plan, like, staggers just a little bit, you have to kind of keep updating yourself, evolving, going going with the flow and progressing and learning from each and every step you take. Absolutely. And having you in the business with me has, you know, really broadened my vision for that because you gave me the chance to understand a little more about YouTube and even when you were young you were already filming yourself doing things with your friends so you were priming yourself for what you're doing today so I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Are you happy that your career was really based not on social media? Like, what do you think oh, you would yes. be like if you had social media when you were 25 or 30? Oh, well, maybe I could have reached more people, but I was on TV. And back in the day, that was everything. Yes. Being on TV. The Today 20, Show, you guys. Yes. She's on the Today Show. Like, that back then was the end-all, be-all. Yeah, for me it was because no one had done fitness on the Today Show before. In 1984, that was my first Crazy. appearance. Uh-huh. And then I did that regularly every single month. Went from Washington, D.C. to New York to uh, do my four-minute segment. <laughs> and now you don't have to do any of that. You just no. Zoom it and virtually. you're on. <laughs> virtually. But virtually. but the be- And that's wonderful, too, to me. But when I was young, it was so fun to go to New York all but the But you didn't get any, like... Hate comments. You, sorry, I'm literally eating the bean dip right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back to our childhood. Feeling very nostalgic while I eat it. Um, you didn't get any hate comments. You know, you weren't. You didn't. No, deal I got with, letters, but they were. They're always nice. Nice, but se- some were men, and they were. Of course, they were scary. Of course, they were. Yeah, but I still get. I was that on, on ESPN. Yeah, a male I mean, network. <laughs> but at the same time, like I get that. Four times a day from a group yeah, of I'm DM. Sorry and I, you do. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I, I really am over it. I honestly, it's been so many years now. But for you, is it so different now being able to like talk to your fans and do you see yes. hate comments ever? I, 
I don't really. You really don't no, get hate I comments. Really don't. You guys, so. my mom actually only has loving comments. <laughs> well, a lot of people have been with me for a long time. They've yeah. been fans of mine since I started. You know, almost forty years ago. It is forty years this month. It's that wild. I have uh, been in the fitness business, which is incredible. But honestly, I have loved and everything I do, just like you. We're yeah. Passionate about what we do. We don't feel like it's work. It's it's just mm -hmm. a, a wonderful way to express. Uh, what we do, but to make people happy. And and when you're feeling good about yourself, you do feel happier and then you're healthier. And that's the key. I completely agree. And actually going off that, um, not to kind of like put words in your mouth, and I'd love you explain on this a little bit, but I feel like because you love your job so much and helping others, that's why you've done it for 40 years. You yes. know, a lot of people like yeah. are dying to retire. Like, I'm going to retire at 50. Like, I can't wait and like see that finish line for work and your career. But you have you have such longevity. Thank you. With I your career. Think, yeah. So how do you keep going and stay motivated in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s? I think as I went through different phases of my life with other people, like pregnancy. Yes. So I did a pregnancy workout video. Mm. As I went now through menopause, now I have a you mm. know magazine called Fit Over 50. So I have kind of lived with my people through these different um uh, decades, life. Yeah. yeah, decades. Every decade has been different, and um, the thirties are great. I'm very excited for you to be in your thirties because you feel good, you're credible, and you're you know where you want to be. And then when you're ready, you start to have kids, and then you're ready for that. And um, there's a time and place. Everybody has their own right time to live and to do their different their career or their children or. Whatever it is. Yeah. You're really the first influencer, by the way. Like going throughout <laughs> all the stages of life and showing the world like your life. Yes, and, you yeah. know, my mom had her own show for 30 minutes and before her workout show that kind of like went into our home life a little yes. bit as well. Yeah. And like what you do in the morning and like your yeah. snack and your bath routine. So really literally like the first YouTuber or influencer, you got your own brand deals and everything like yes, that, which I is so it. cool. Yeah. My own sponsors of my TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of marketing like you do too on Instagram, but it was uh, for billboards on TV. Yeah. Same type <laughs> of things, but just yes. like different Ways. Ways to yes. do it. And yeah. you just said that you're excited for me to be in my 30s. I just turned 28, everybody. And I will say, I think every single year gets less and less lost and more and more of who yeah, I, 20s I know are I hard. Am. So 20s if you're in your really 20s, hard. you are not alone. This happens to all of us, even myself. It's you just you will learn from them and um, you'll feel better. You definitely you know? became successful in your 30s. Oh yes. Yes, yes definitely. Yeah. I was just building like you yeah. are. I mean, you're you're very successful already, but you're you're still building, Katie. You're, oh, I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. Truly, I yeah. do. And how old were you when you had Kelly, my sister? Uh, 33. I got pregnant when I was 33. What? I got pregnant. No freaking way. Why? No chance. Yes. Why? What You're do you mean? 64. I'm 64 right now, and she just turned 31. So uh, uh, maybe my math is off. But is it <laughs> off? I have no idea. I always thought you had me when I was when you were 37. I got. Yeah, I did. I had you at 37. Okay, so that's the note that I'm trying to say here. She had me at 37. Yeah. <laughs> I think that back then. That, that was, was late. late. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, 28 so years ago. So I think now, that nowadays that's very, very like normal. average and normal. Yes. But like back then, that's so cool to be like, you know, you waited so long. You knew seven my Seven years, Dad, seven and I years. were married. Right. And I knew my time would come. 
and it did, and it happened at the right time. So for all of you girls out there, your time will come when you're ready. And, uh, well, you're never ready, <laughs> but you know <laughs> what I mean? Your time will come when it's, when it's your time. So right. And that, there's no I believe that too. pressure of like, oh my gosh, all your friends are having babies like five yeah. years before you. Ten did. of my best friends were all pregnant at the same time. I was oh, the fun. last of the ten. Oh. You know, with Susan Shaw with Armour yeah. and with Margaret and all my friends are ten of us and I was the very last one. Wow. Of the ten. Did you ever feel any social pressures to get pregnant sooner or to not focus no. on your career as much? No. And my mom never bugged me. My sisters never they all just we're happy where I was. Wow, that's so no interesting because we always talk me. about society pressures these days. And like, if you're 37 and you like, you know, haven't had a kid yet, it's like, what are you doing? But it's like, yeah. you're just focusing on your own path, and everyone, and you're no like, you're happy. And, and my mom, you would think, you know, her having five kids, we're from a big family. Ever, she never said, oh, it's time now, honey. She never said that. Yeah. When she, when I was praying, she was so happy. She never said anything. She was so happy. Right. Yeah. Did you face any negativity also when you were like so successful in your career and traveling so much for your show that like, hey, you have two kids. What are you doing? No, because I, I took you guys along with me. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> skip school all the time. So, well, you were little. <laughs> you could skip school, you guys, when you're in first and second grade. You would, I would read, skip two weeks you know, we'd read. And if dad was on the road with me, he, he would make you read. And then my mom was easy going. She would let you play wherever you wanted. But um, you had homework. You still yeah. had stuff. To I do. just feel like these days people judge moms so much because everything showed online. I never listened. I just, I was so happy with you're actually really lucky because yeah. like you didn't have to post like if if you posted like out to dinner tonight, I know some mom bloggers who do that and they're like, Where are your kids? Didn't you just have a kid like two weeks ago or something? You yeah. know, and like they get so much hate That's online. Sad. But I you know. didn't get the any no, of that. You it didn't was, experience there that. There was no such thing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh, I would get letters, you know, real in the yeah. mail letters, but um, but all nice because they were so happy I had a baby and right. when I had you. Right. And they were always so happy, like, oh, I love your Katie and Kelly. You know, they all like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you did day. have some crazy fan letters. I, I remember some crazy fan I've letters. I've had a lot of fan, different funny things. <laughs> I would like to, um, I just thought of this this morning. I was trying to think of like a funny story that you've told me, um, but you did have one phone call. Back in the day. Oh, yes. From a very special someone. Oh, Can you tell the story? Are you allowed? Okay, so I'm happily married, two kids. You know, we live in Washington, By the way, has this story ever been told to the public? No. no this never. is a Denise Austin exclusive. She's oh, nervous. Oh, I am because it's about a president of the United States oh. of America. <laughs> I'm just taking my bean dip bite. <laughs> Maybe a couple. Um, okay, so I was out to this dinner uh thing in Washington, D.C., and up on the stage comes Bill Clinton. Nothing happened with Monica Lewinsky at this point, so no one knew anything. You know, I didn't know anything. He was our president. He came and said a few words on stage, and I was sitting in the front row um, with, um, it was Sons of Italy, it was with Mario Andretti, my favorite race car driver, sitting there, and he, the next day, called up uh, he was um, out golfing. This is the story. And he was um, playing golf. And the Secret Service guy, he told the Secret Service guy he, uh, you know, met just for one second Denise Austin last night. And the Secret Service said, oh, my God, I know Denise Austin. I grew up with her. I went to high school with her. Bill Clinton said, 
can you get a hold of her? And he said, well, oh, yes, President, of course I can. He called my father, because my dad was still in the phone book, and called my father and said, do you mind if uh, Denise, you know, gives a, or gives the president a call or something like that? And my dad goes, oh, I don't know, told the Secret Service guy, who my dad really loves. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I have no idea if Denise has any interest in this, but I'll call her. And when my dad called me, I was like, what? That's really <laughs> weird. What does he want? Like a phone call or you call the White House? And I didn't do anything about it. I said, no, thank you. I'm sorry. That's yeah. just not what I do or who I am. <laughs> and then within two months, the Monica Lewinsky stuff, it all came out. out. All came out. So I was like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> that was really that was scary. Call. <laughs> I just can't imagine the president of the United States calling dad. Well, no, he didn't. But he, he, he got yeah. his Secret Service guy Still. to call dad Still. to track me down. I don't know if he knew. You know, there was no internet, so he probably didn't know if I was married or not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any of that. Oh, yeah, but maybe. later I saw him at different games, you oh, know, gosh. at basketball games, and he'd wave and I'd wave. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be with Dad, of course. And that's the, the coolest part about Dad, by the way. He's the most confident and secure oh, guy yeah, in the whole world. Fine. He probably thinks it's just hilarious that that happened. Yeah. And so that's the story, but uh, so I always, I respect him, though, um, as I, I like him as a speaker and as a person. So I yeah. mean, take take away all that weirdness. Um, he's very bright. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. interesting. Um, going off that, I I have a question. Would you be okay with me dating like a fifty year old man? What oh hell no! Question. No. Oh no! <laughs> that would not be safe for my you. My sister and I were talking about it the other day. Like Kelly and I were in the car driving oh somewhere God. together, and we're like, "Do you think mom and dad? What if we like brought home like a fifty-year-old guy? That would be so, so weird, off. right? Off, what if off. we brought home someone your exact same age? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, honey. No, I know. I love your boyfriend now, and I yes. love Kelly. Yes, we we took you know a few different paths to get to the right one that That's I'm okay. with right now. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that goes for a career. And you always say, like, dating is like homework. Um, it's like your favorite <laughs> You quote. learn what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it took a little bit of, of finding myself out to find the right guy. And, like, I would never listen to you, no offense, if no. you didn't like my boyfriend. I just wouldn't. No. I would just be like, oh, well... He's my boyfriend. You were so. a little rebel. See? You were. Uh, I <laughs> in guess some so. ways. <laughs> I, I mean, not in terms of like partying or doing no, anything like no. that, but in those types of terms of like yeah, but boyfriends. You were young. Yeah, yeah. And I had to figure that out for myself. And your daughters do come around, you guys. So. Yes. 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 After 16, 17. You know, <laughs> 16 and 17 are the, probably yeah, the hardest years. That, those are the hardest years. Yeah. How did you deal with my bratty ass self? Oh, I knew you'd come through. You're a good heart. You're a good soul. Anyways, I was really bratty. No, like in you're a way that was just a like good soul. I I was I think I was really bratty because, and this is probably relates to a lot of other girls out there. But you're so unhappy with yourself because you're so lost. You know what I mean? Like I was projecting my insecurities and projecting like. I don't know, just just a lot of, you know, yeah. unhappiness. And I didn't realize that. That's yeah. so funny you said 16, 17. I think my worst years were like 13, 14. Well, yeah, a lot of girls have those years yeah. too. Yeah, so. because that's yeah. when I was, I think I feel like I was most bratty because that's where like I had so much hate on me and like bullying me and stuff in school. And so I well, middle school it. was rough for a lot of girls. So, you know, once you got to high school, you're in But how do you actually deal with it? You said you, you, you know, you would, you know, I came through, but like, 
literally had to deal with me. I would just say, she, you know, she's having a bad day today. She'll get better. And I would also try to make you feel better about what you're going through. Like, oh, don't worry. That girl didn't mean it. She, you're okay. Yeah. yeah. You did that. <laughs> I was, turned it to the positive side. And that's why I was had a really hard time opening up to you and telling you things because you would just be like, oh, that girl didn't mean it. And I'm like, no, she did. Tell me she's a bitch. <laughs> Fucking say to me, yeah, I know that girl's a bitch. And like, you would just see the positive side in it. So yes. Times. Yeah. Well, that's how you get through the mean girls. You know, you just kill them with kindness. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So now I have this like kind of ish game. Oh, okay. Um, I love games. See. I love games. I just want to put you in a scenario of 2021 because I think you would be hilarious if we switched places. Like, I think if you, oh. like, didn't understand, like, social cues and stuff <laughs> okay. of 2021, like, <laughs> dating oh. and oh, relationships yes. and no, social I media. No, I wouldn't get it at all. Um, Thank God I'm happily married with your daddy for 38 years. 38 years, yes. you guys. Okay, so... Uh, 2021 scenario here. You're dating a guy. Put yourself okay. in this shoes. Okay. You're okay. dating a guy. He cancels on your third date because he has a family obligation. But later that night, you see him on a friend's Instagram story and he's out at the bar. What do you do? Do you call him or ignore him? Oh, God, that'd be hard. I love to let people tell me why. You know, oh! I want to hear why, but then I don't want to... Um, you would be so bad with not having closure then, Mother. I, no, I don't know. I probably wouldn't do anything and never see him again. Okay. There's other people out there that are going to be nicer. I should probably stop eating this. Um, okay. Maybe. Maybe. After it the third date and you really like him. Oh, that's harder. That's hard? Yeah. That would be hard. Would you text him? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you, she actually really doesn't know because know. She, you're really not good with texting or anything. No, I don't know if I would anything. text him or not. I don't want to ever feel like I'm after somebody. Ugh. Yeah. No. Okay. You I still have I've, a little feeling like a man should still kind of... Um, pursue you? Pursue you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You see a guy at a bar and you match with him on a dating app. You, you look at it right then and there? No, no, no. no. Like, oh. like you guys were talking on a dating app for like a few weeks, but and you never you met him. him in person. And you see him in person. Do you, would you go up to him or would you just be like, pretend you don't know and, ha and wait for him to come up to you? Oh, I'd go to him. Okay, that for sure I would. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. What do you got to lose? And because you want to hear him talk. I think oh, yeah, to true. hear someone talk is huge. Is very important. See if they're funny, see if they have laughter and humor in them, see if they have So a heart. would you be on a dating app? Uh, yes, I think I would. You would? Just to try. So funny yeah. story, you're the reason I met my boyfriend now. Yes. Technically. I mean, like in terms of if we're, you know, getting technical here. Um, so meaning, I, you were on a walk with someone. I saw my girlfriend, Lori, and she said, guess who, who's Grant's um, dating her son? Someone who's good friends with Katie. And I said, oh my God, how did they meet? Because one went to Stanford, one went to USC. Also COVID times, how did they meet? Yes, how did they meet? She goes, oh, Denise. It, it's called The League. And tell Katie she will love the different people on there because they're all somebody, like, she might know. You know, Stanford people, USC, you know, all the group. Okay, like finance, lawyers, like very smart well, guys Well, and not too. like... Um, not like famous boys. No, not famous or spoiled. More re 
material, like right. educated. Yeah. And so I came home, and I the next time I saw you, I told you, and you were like, oh, mom, come on. I was on. so embarrassed. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to get on a dating app like that. I said, well, this one sounds really nice, the league. I never heard of it before. I had neither, I've by the way. Mariah and Bumble and... Ooh, mom knows. What's the other one? T uh, Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Hinge. Whatever. And so I'd never heard of league, so I thought maybe this was all the USC people mm -hmm. or the Stanford, and then you went on for a sec, right? Or I think like two days, literally. Yeah. And literally. Lane found you there yeah. and called another girl who's from USC. And that girl said, oh, Lane, you don't have a chance. She only dates athletes. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Riley, you're listening funny? to this. Yeah. And so then and it worked he out. kept trying. Yeah, so he, he did. Got, see, I did bail on he, him the first time, too. Yeah, he pursued you, so he did. I like that. Yeah. You know? You also loved uh, a different guy that I dated once only because he brought a very expensive bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, that's the only reason. Come on. No, I, I mean, I can go buy it. We'll talk about that. No, I just liked his taste of wine. She, yes. No, 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 no. You guys, no, she never met him. She never no, met him. No. But she only liked me dating him because he had expensive taste in wine. I just thought he had good taste. That's all. <laughs> that is a true story as well. <laughs> um, okay, last question about the 2021 dating scenarios. He really liked this guy. All of a sudden, he ghosts you. First off, do you know what ghosting yes, is? Yes, like doesn't call you anymore. And all wow. of a sudden, you don't know. You're hip. Why? Okay. Yeah. Do you text him or call him or just leave That I would if we, we were out for a while. Like we yeah. got along really good. I would say what's going on. Okay. Yeah. That's Why all. not? And then, we'll, yeah. and then what happens if he doesn't reply? That's it. Yeah. No more. Oh, okay. Yeah, no would more. you ever feel bad about yourself if he doesn't reply? Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. There's so many men in the world. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah, are you kidding me? Woo. All right, uh, we have mood-boosting mantra segment coming up <gasps> now, and I think you already said this. You guys, my mom was episode one of Austin AF, but if you had one mantra that you live by to get you through 40 years in the fitness industry, what would it be? Oh, be myself, enjoy <laughs> life, and let people know that you can do it, that they can do it, and also good posture. Good posture oh, plays a key role in how you feel, <laughs> and it keeps your tummy flat, tucked in, and it gives you the chance to breathe deeper so you have more energy. All right, as people are listening right now, what can they do for better posture? Okay, pull your tummy in. Stand up or sit up nice and tall, lengthen through the spine. So you're really getting length through the spine, taking deep breaths and exhale and tighten up your abs. And if you tighten your tummy for five seconds and release it for one, that is equal to? One sit up. So you could be on the road, you can be talking to us desk. right now, listening to us, doing a tummy tightener. Woo, woo. All right, where can they find you, and mama? And let's do it on your rear end now. Tighten oh. your tushy. Oh. Squeeze the buttocks, because if you don't like squeeze it, no, no one, one else will. Well, I feel like I'm holding in a poop. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a good-looking butt. <laughs> it's worked all those years for okay, you. Okay, okay. Come on, baby. Where can they find you? Oh, DeniseAustin.com okay. is my website. If anyone who's over 50, you have moms that want to work out with me, I've got over 300 workouts. Let's go. And then I have a magazine that's out in all the stores called Fit Over 50. So everybody, it's 100 pages of information to help yes. us live a better life as we age. Which I think is so important because sometimes like the fitness industry is made for people who are, you know, under 50 or even 40, yes. the marketing. And so you guys, like my mom has literally like grown up with your moms throughout the years and like switched your types of fitness as yes. well. 
And I love the generational things yeah. that we do together with mom and daughters. It's yeah, so much fun. It is. And I'm so proud of you, Katie. Thanks. Where can they find you? Uh, at Katie Austin, at Austin AF. Follow us on Instagram for some more content at Austin AF too. Follow us on YouTube. So subscribe to us. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find podcasts. And uh, DeniseAustin.com, KatieAustin.tv. And uh, I think that's all. Yay! <laughs> we love you guys. Stay healthy. Stay fit. You can do it. Because you are worth, worth it. it.